the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in. Uh, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, 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 much more. What's on your financial mind? Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. That's the name of the game here. As long as it's loosely based in money. Doesn't have to be heavily based in money. We can talk how to save money during wedding season. Are you one of those people who seems to have endless friends getting married and you keep going and going and going and going to other people's weddings but not your own? It ain't cheap, is it? We can talk about things like that. That's the beauty of the show. Anything is fair game, in my opinion. Um, Talk about losing weight. Talk about gaining weight. Talk about the financial realities of that. Talk about schooling and is it worth it and or not. Hiring up. Salaries are flat, though, for B-school grads. What's that mean? It's a good question, right? Are you a B-school grad? What schools are worth going to? What schools are not worth going to? Consumers rein in their spending when gasoline prices drop uh, rise. But consumers spend when gasoline prices drop. And right now, gasoline prices are dropping, not because our economy is slowing down in the United States, in no way, shape, or form. We haven't seen that data yet. Maybe we will. But the consumers are slowing in Europe, and we're seeing some slowdown coming out of Asia for sure. Yesterday, China lowered their interest rates. The stock market rocked, and the stock market rolled, and we loved it. Long story short, is there a long story short at this point in time, or is it just going to be a long story? I sense it's going to be a long story, knowing me. Uh, The market loved that story, and then Ben Bernanke came out, and he kind of stopped the rally. He kind of was a buzzkill. I'm not saying he took the punch away from the party. In no way, shape, or form did he do that, but he didn't help us either. He said, yeah, I know that all my Fed bankers have come out this week and talked about stimulus and how we need it and what it may look like, and I'm not talking that. I'll do it if need be, but I'm not talking that. So he refused to kind of help the party out yesterday. And the market kind of fizzled a little bit. I'm okay with it. I'm a smart guy. I know that to get to retirement, there's certain things I'm going to have to do and succeed and and get good at. I'm going to have to accumulate a lot of wealth and assets. Tax liens are not the way to do it. Tax liens are fraught with risk, and a lot of people don't know that. There's a lot of bad product out there. Investors buy liens in an auction. They pay the amount of taxes owed in return for the right to collect back 
that money plus an interest payment for the property owner. Interest rate ranges from 5 to 36%. You've got to be responsible. Tax liens have an expiration date. Sometimes it's six months after redemption. You, know, you can't buy it and forget about it. After you've bought a lien, you may want to pay back the taxes on the property in the years that follow so no one else can purchase the lien. Be careful. I see a lot of people hurt by products that sound too good to be true. There's no shortage of people who are willing to get separated from their money. I've always said that. I grasp that concept. I hope you do as well. Um, overdraft fees are on the rise. Remember how our Congress was helping protect our overdraft fees in the United States? Well, they're on the rise again. Everyone wants dollars in the world. That's kind of interesting. Everyone wants dollars. That's one of the the reasons that the Treasury continues to, in my view, collapse to lower yields. Now, you may not see it as collapse to the lower yields. You may see it as a flight to quality. You can, I don't like it. Our 10-year Treasury is too weak, in my opinion. And what I mean by that and where I'm going at with that is that I don't like seeing yields at 1.5%, 1.6%. Failure of the stock market to hold strong gains yesterday tells me that we're disappointed right now. The prospect of China lowering interest rates and concerted central bank action around the world wasn't enough to really address the liquidity the market needed. SP 500 was extremely oversold last week. Short covering helped boost the market for two, three days this week. But poor economic data out of China, Europe, and the U.S. has legitimately raised some concerns that even central bank action may not be enough to put a Band-Aid on slowing economies Focuses on risk right now. Did you see the Greek politician? Did you see one Greek politician punch another Greek politician? Either that was the greatest thing I've ever seen or it's pretty damn disturbing. I'm not sure which one. There's no talk right now about relative value on stocks. It's all on risk and and what's coming out of Spanish banks and what's coming out of Greece. And maybe what's going to happen to the euro. April trade balance fell to $50.1 billion from $52.6 billion in March. That's good for the U.S. economy. But no one's going to notice it today because we're all going to like say, I wonder who, if Manny Pacquiao is going to win the big fight this weekend. I wonder if the Belmont Stakes, if we're going to get a triple crown winner. There's no chance we get a triple crown winner. Maybe there's a chance. I doubt it, though. Wouldn't that be great if I was wrong? Because everyone could listen to tape and come back at me and go, you were wrong. I listened to you, and you were wrong. You said there was no chance. One area that you have to be incredibly conservative at is co-signing. Anytime you co-sign your name to a loan, you're basically changing your credit report and your credibility down the road and other issues. Who wants to win a dream date with Rob Black? There's a big contest. Sign up at winadreamdatewithrobblack.com, winadreamdatewithrobblack.com. Some people want to refinance their home. I totally go with that. I know people who've got 5% mortgages. I'm like, why do you have a 5% mortgage? That's so, that's so 2004. That's gauche. 
right? Five and a half percent mortgage is wonderful, but I know you're saying good use of the word gauche. Um, co-signing for your kids on on student loan, and next thing you know, you can't get a mortgage refi because your kid hasn't entered the job force yet, and he's not paying down that loan yet. You need to be really careful anytime you co-sign on anything, or or at least think about ramifications. So I said I'd talk a little bit about uh, bridal parties. First and foremost, what's up with bride dresses and the, the maid of honors dresses and bridal party dresses? Blah. Are you with me on that one? Blah. So you don't have to physically be at someone's wedding and take part in the festivities, that's for sure. I know a lot of people who watch weddings now via Skype becoming more of the norm. And I think that's kind of cool, setting up video feeds for a wedding. Get a big room discount if you can. Blocks of rooms been reserved for guests. See if you can't get a reduced rate. Stay at a cheaper hotel if you can. Use your hotel points, your airline mileage, your credit card loyalty. Points.com is a good place to think about these issues. You're listening to AM 1220, KDOW. I'm Rob Black. CaliforniaHomes.com. Cranberries. 1994. Where were you? No need to argue. I'm not Irish. I got some mutt in me for sure. I've got the red facial hair. Scottish? What's really weird is I'm pretty positive my mom must have done something on the side. All my brothers are all 5'8 to 5'10. I'm 6'2. All my brothers are on the skinny frame. Not me. Ira. The Irish Republican Army bombing in Warrington, England. Two children were killed. So the song Zombie is all about them. Two children who were killed accidentally or intentionally. Anytime you light off a bomb, what's going to happen? That song was a big hit in France and Austria and Finland and Germany and Canada. Don't you wish he had that ability, like, to be a big hit? I'm a big hit in Fremont. I am the tallest midget in Fremont. Like, woo! That's all I got for you today. Thank you very much. Don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses. Oh, and try the veal. The veal's wonderful here. We kill baby cows, and uh, we make hamburgers out of them. That even doesn't make sense. We kill baby cows? Like, this is a radio show. Why would you kill baby cows? Just work with me on that, okay? So what's on your financial mind? We can talk about anything you want to talk about. Um, In particular, um, stock market and investing in retirement and other concepts along those lines. I really want to be here for you. I want to be that good second opinion for you. 
Investor concerns about Spain were the big highlight on Thursday. Fitch ratings downgrade the sovereign rating for Spain, basically making their their credit more expensive. You and I, we don't have our credit announced out loud. People don't go, oh, and Rob Black, his credit rating slipped, so he's going to pay more money for all of his debt going forward. He missed a payment on his mortgage. Shame, 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 shame. But if we did, we'd be, like, freaked out about it. Eh? Let's take a look at that, see how Facebook's trading today. Everybody loves Facebook. This is a stock that has been problematic for people. Hey, it's trading up 86 cents to $27.19. There's big rumors about a Facebook phone. I don't even know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that? I don't know how I feel about that. Um, other issues to think about? Are there other issues to think about? I don't know. There probably is. Obama seeking to figure out how to approach Europe and in particular Angela Merkel. It's a pretty tough sell right now what Angela Merkel's trying to do. She's trying to say, like, oh, yeah, we see problems, but we're not going to do anything about it because we're Germany. We're fabulous. We're wonderful. We're going to kick the. It's not really working. Five months before his election, he needs to figure some of this stuff out. There's advance of a G20 summit and European Union crisis meetings. He's urging Merkel to take some actions, trying to install some sort of uh, system so that Germany can have a plan. He had a phone call yesterday with Angela Merkel, a phone call yesterday with uh, Prime Minister Mario Monti. It's, this is big for him. If Europe continues to hang and linger all summer long, the market's not going to do anything. If the market doesn't do anything, corporate profits aren't going to rock and roll. And if corporate profits don't rock and roll, we ask a lot of questions. And we go and we say things like, what's going on here? And jobs don't get created. And when jobs don't get created, come November, we go, I'm going to vote with my, 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 my paycheck. Are we better off than we were three, four years ago? And I think most of us answer that question, no. I'm better off because, A, I've lost some weight. I'm damn good looking. Chicks dig me. I've got all my teeth still. One in four people over the age of 60 have lost their teeth in America. All their teeth. Not some teeth. All their teeth. What up with that? Facebook, the social networking company. Don't you love when you can clearly tell that I'm reading? Facebook, the social networking company. Um, they're taking a page out of Apple and Google's playbook. Hold on a second. Just so you can tell I'm not reading, I'm going to eat some orange. Mmm. What a delicious orange. Vitamin C. So not only am I wealthy, attractive, good looking, got a job, all my teeth. But I'm not going to get jaundice either. I'm vitamin C'd up. Okay, so Facebook stealing a page from Apple and Google. They debuted, 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 debuted. They debuted. That's when you can tell I'm reading when I can't pronounce a word. They debuted a uh, app center. And they've got 
600 apps. Whoa. Apple's like, we got 600,000. But the App Center at Facebook can give you personalized recommendations. It lets you browse the apps your friends use. It only lists high-quality apps based on feedback from people who use the app. They've got Draw Something from Zynga. They let you call up a directory of software options by tapping a button within a mobile Facebook application. When users find an app they like, they're sent to the Apple or Google Store to download it. Hmm. You can do desktop apps. You can do mobile apps. Tis what it is. Hmm. What else do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about investing? Do you want to talk about money? Larry Ellison. A lot of people now are getting a lot more conservative, and that's given me some pause for concern. Remember when I used to say you have to have a million dollars before you retire? Some people now, I need to start saying, some people are going to need two million. I talked to a guy yesterday who's got $8 million. $8 million. And he's like, I'm going to put all my money in 2% treasuries. I'm going to go like, okay, let me, let's, let's figure this out. You're willing to make $160,000 or you can make $320,000. Like, that's a big difference. $160,000 is, is kind of beneath my lifestyle. 300,000 plus is, is just perfect. And that's $8 million. So some people are going to have to have more than they expect because they don't know what they're doing. Or they're too concerned, too nervous, too freaked out. AM 1220. KDOW. to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. This is one of those scenarios where we're going to talk more. We're going to talk a little different. We're going to break the format a little bit. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking money, investing, and much, much more. What's on your financial mind? That's always my big question to you. I just did a segment which was strangely loosely based on money tied towards our parents. Our parents are part of our obligation. One of the best things you can do is have a conversation with your parents about money. It's difficult. Some people would rather talk sex with their parents. Money is a tough concept to talk about. I get that. Um, but you need to do it. You know, my dad died not unexpectedly. He was told by a doctor, you will die in six months. Make your peace with the world. And he did. 
he didn't make his financial peace with his family. Like when he died, we found out that he had a he had a life insurance policy that with five months left to live, he forgot to resign. That's tragic because he was told at six months you'll be dead in six months. He was worried about God at that point in time and Jesus, his Lord and Savior. He was worried about making it right before his time ran out. He didn't make things financially right. and In fact, he kind of blew it. That's a little unfortunate. I hope you grasp that. Why do I say it's unfortunate? Because when he died, instead of mourning my father, I was going through his paperwork. I was trying to figure out what did he own? What did he not own? Because we didn't have the courage to have that conversation. Now, my mom's had a stroke, and trust me, I'm all over her finances. I hope you're all over issues like this. I hope you're grasping what I'm trying to say. Because I do think it's important. I do think it's something we should talk about and not be afraid to talk about in any way, shape, or form. Talk to your parents this weekend about their will, their state. You know, my mother, a couple years ago, it started becoming clear that her health wasn't good. And my thought was, like, this is going to end pretty badly at some point in time. This is going to end poorly. I've got a brother who he's 50 plus. Things I don't think turned out perfectly for him. He was a software analyst for a big oil company in Saudi Arabia. The 9-11 happened and they started cutting off Americans' heads in the Middle East. And he's like, had to leave. Saudi companies don't want American employees there anymore. So he had to leave. So he came back to the United States at 40 plus, And he found out that he was unhirable. He was too old for insurance. He was too old for learning new tricks. He's too old to crack into companies. He ran into a 2002 recession, a 2008 recession. He's gotten a good job. He's done fine. With that said, um, it didn't turn out perfectly for him. There's a little bit of tragedy there. He wants my mom's house because he has a house, but it's crap. He's got some kids. You know, are you tracking with me here? I think you're tracking with me here. I know you're tracking with me here. Where does this story end? How do I finish this story? I don't know if I can at this point in time. He wants my mom's house. I don't want my mom's house. Life has been good to me. I've got a million plus dollar house. I've got a nice office property. I've got a nice rental. I've got a good 401k. I've got a good job. I've got a good career. People like me. People know me. Um, I went into Cron this week. I, I, I kind of moved my radio show from Fremont to San Francisco. And one of the best parts about that, or one of the nicest parts about that, is that, how do I say this? How do I say this? How do I say this? I walked into the studio at 6.45 on Monday morning. They're like, Rob! I felt like Norm from Cheers. I felt loved. 
I haven't been there for a few years in the morning. I, I, I'm not saying I got high fives because I didn't get high fives, but I felt like I got high fives. Uh, Daria, Dan, and everyone like said good things to me. So I don't, I've got a good life. I don't need my mom's house. Like I don't, I don't want it. I don't like, I'm pretty pleased. Like life turned out good for me. But when my mom dies, there's four brothers that I have and a sister. And some people want various things. You know what I asked my mom for? I said, all I want is your frying pan and the rocking chair. We have a, a a long-lost item. We have something that's been in the family for years and years and years. An heirloom. It's a Charlie Brown sweater. And every kid got to wear it. Every single kid got to wear it. And a couple years ago, I stole it. Because it's an heirloom that I want. Like, it was laying around. I'm like, I'm putting this in my suitcase. Goodbye. So now I put it on my dog, I put it on my cat, I take photos of it, I, I send it to my family members, I'm like, ah, I got it, ah. I wanted my mom's frying pan because that's going to mean the world to me. And my mom's rocking chair, I knew that would be highly contentious, but I said, take me out of the well. I, I don't want the house, I don't want any cash, I want nothing. I got the three things that I wanted. What was really cool about it was she gave me the frying pan. Just instantly gave me the frying pan. And I've been using it ever since, and every time I use it, I think of her. My father passed away. My father would sign his name C-H-B-L-C-K. He didn't use any vowels. So when my father died, I stopped signing my name with vowels. And I just used the consonants of R-B-R-T-B-L-C-K. So I tribute my dad every day, and the frying pan is a tribute to my mom anytime I cook. AM 1220, KDW. Nightfall. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Dr. Phil. I'm not Dr. Phil. I'm Rob Black. I am your host in what could be the funniest, most powerful, wondrous, miraculous radio show of your lifetime. I love Nike. This is an odd way to start the segment, but I do love Nike. I know you're saying, why do you like Nike? It's... I grew up liking, liking Nikes. They say a lot of your influences in life will, from early age are basically your influences in life forever, right? I mostly agree with that statement. That's one of the most powerful statements like you can make as an investor. When I was young... There was a joke, you know, that Ford stood for found on road dead, right? You heard it before. I never bought a Ford in my life. I'll never buy a Ford in my life because in my youth, I was influenced. I was influenced 
In My Youth by Brother Clint. Again, surreal to have a brother named Clint, right? He approached me, and he took me to concerts. And he was a lot older than me, and uh, he was the hippie brother. Clint was a Boy Scout that... This is a sad, sad story. And I probably shouldn't tell this story, just in case anyone's actually listening, which I doubt at this point in time. Um, so Clint was a hippie, and... He smoked marijuana, and he actually sold marijuana. And at one point in time, he got arrested for having marijuana. And the newspaper headline was, Eagle Scout Black Sells Dope, or something like that. And it broke my father's heart. Now, my father was the typical Americana type of guy, the Don Draper type of guy who would take his kids to the park on weekends and go for a drive on Sunday. Like, do you remember when America was so sweet and innocent, we went for drives on Sundays? So Clint gets arrested, like at age 17-ish, because that's how old you have to be to be an Eagle Scout, I think. I don't know. And it kind of stank for me, because although I was alive, I was like six, five. My father kind of gave up hope at that point in time. He stopped being, a, he stopped being connected to the family. I think it was embarrassing. I think it was humiliating. And um, I don't know. I throw it out there in large part because uh, the whole concept of of who we are as people, the whole concept of family, it, it changes on a day by day basis, on a regular basis. My father was a good guy. He just he got burned out by a bad situation. So I'm hoping people are listening. I'm not positive that they are, but I'm hoping. One of my favorite movies of all time was uh, Talk Radio by Barry Champlain. Not Barry Champlain, but it was uh, Eric Bogosian. It was a pretty sweet little movie. It was about radio. And if if you ever want to see what working in radio used to be like, this is the movie for you. In large part, it really shows you the management. It really shows you the producer, the board ops. It shows you like every single angle that's out there. There was a quote in it that said, the, the worst news of the night is that three out of four people in this country said they'd rather have t- watch TV than have sex with their partners. And that's where we are in America. Things have changed. As an investor, I do this show to teach you that it doesn't have to be difficult. I'm going to L.A. basically every weekend for the next six weeks. And I'm putting together a national show pitch, a pitch that I'm going to put in front of the, the agents at Creative Artists, CAA, the best agency in the nation. And they're going to t- turn it down. They're going to say, you're, you're not right for something. It stinks because I'm spending every waking moment that I have right now trying to figure out angles. Like... Let's get on CNBC. Like You can't get on CNBC because CNBC has a whole business from 9 to 5, or if you're on the East Coast, from 6 to 2. Their whole business model is to freak you out and scare you, that some people know more than you. And the truth of the matter is, it's not the case. 
it's unfortunate. Um, investing's easier than you think it is. But here's the rub. You got to start early and you got to save a lot of money. Then you got to diversify and then you got to stop losing money. And that's how it plays out. Like you got to grasp all of this. Simple, simple concept. We make it a lot more difficult than we need to. We don't plan for the worst case scenarios. My mother, she's got poor health. She's had poor health for 10 plus years. You know what a blessing in disguise would be for her to die? Because she's not he- she's not healthy right now. And she's certainly just living day by day watching television. I know people whose, whose mothers are, are incredibly ill. It's no way to live. The best thing you can do is get healthy so that in old age you're healthy. This is all, this is all financial planning, believe it or not. Marry well. Find something that you love without conditions, but with conditions. Because you are someone who has conditions. So don't say it's unconditional love because it's not. You have certain things that you need met. Hmm. This is an intriguing headline. Tom, are you with me or are you against me? Shipwreck champagne sells for $156,000 after 170 years being underwater. Hmm. 11 bottles of one of the world's oldest champagne sold for $156,000. Now, I wish I had that kind of money. I don't. I drive a practical car. I wear practical clothes. I spoil myself with massages and vacations. Anyway, I'm pitching a national show and it's going to get turned down, but you know what? I did it. There's not one thing that I've done since the age of 20 that I, I regret. There was one night in Mexico. The police got involved. Someone died. Maybe I regret that. But I don't really, because it didn't happen. It's important to live life without regrets. And I'm in a wonderful place because every chance that I took paid off for me. I became an entrepreneur and I became successful. I literally, at age 22, 23, I, I quit being the norm. I heard a Peter Gabriel song called Salisbury Hell. And in it, there's a line that he goes, um... What is the line from Salisbury Hill? He walked right out of the, he, he was feeling part of the scenery. I walked right out of the machinery. And to me, I don't want to be part of the scenery. I hate it. I want to be special and unique. How do you catch a special sheep? How do you catch a special baby sheep? Unique up on it. <laughs> um, when you understand the word EWE as a baby sheep, that joke is hilarious. But until then, not so good. Anyway, uh, I highly encourage you being who you are. Be a good parent, be a good lover, be a good friend, a good spouse. And be honest with yourself. Time is now. AM 1220. KDW. 
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Not sure if you heard the recent story out of New York about a homeless man who tied up another homeless person and basically ate 80% of his face off. Which brings me to one of my favorite phrases. Why buy the cow when you can eat the face for free? I'm kind of controversial in the in the world of television, in the world of financial media. Some people say, who? Other people say, never heard of him. That's how well known and how controversial I am. Oh, odds of the health care law to be ruled unconstitutional are now over 70%. That's where we are. As a nation, we can't agree. I recently saw that some court system ruled that same-sex marriage is legal. Most of what we need to get done in our life now is going to have to be done through the legal system, not through politicians. Because the politicians seem to be black and white. And they seem to stay on, you know, this is the way we... And that worries me. Because at the end of 2012, there's a lot of pipers to be paid. What does the tax system look like? What does Social Security look like? We need to change Social Security. It, it needs to be a means test. I know that stinks because I've put money in my whole life into Social Security. Right now, if the government were to say, Rob, from age 60 to 100, we're going to give you nothing, but you can stop paying Social Security, I'd be like, absolutely, I'm out. But they're not going to do that. They're going to keep taking my money. There needs to be a means test for it on some level. It, but for those who put their money in, if they means test out, the government should give them a one-time check to go away. In my opinion. And again, every year you can do the means test. It's like the, the, the driving laws, right? Seniors need to get their eyes checked every year. I don't want to have a family and have my family run over by a, a senior citizen who can't you know see anymore or has got dementia. We have checks and balances in our system for a reason. You don't get your license forever, for infinity. We need to do the same thing with Social Security. We got, and again, vote Rob Black, no way. I'll never run for office because I'm way too practical. And that just won't work. More and more people that I know won't get on Facebook. I love that. I think that's wonderful. Economic growth is likely to be modest and slow. I'm preparing my whole life for modest and slow. I don't get excited in the good years, and I don't get depressed in the down years. One of the things I recommend to you is that understand that small differences in expense ratios dramatically affect your portfolio and the balance of it over time. If you're paying... One and a half, two, three percent, four percent, five percent for a mutual fund. I'm going to beat you, even if I'm not smarter than you. I'm going to beat you because I'm paying less. Hmm. Imagine a world where kids budget, they save money, they resist impulse buying. Can you imagine that world? 
Well, you could because you make that world with your children. Children grow up to be you. Give them some good habits. Show them some smart things. If you get a new job, go to lunch every day with another person. Network. Over the long term, if you don't rebalance your portfolio, your portfolio can overweight equity allocation. And that leaves you up to more risk. I'm not a big fan of the Fidelity Freedom Funds. They're a little bit too generic for me. I think you should check your portfolio holdings at least annually. Anything that moves 5% from your target asset allocation, you rebalance. Could you do better on your own? I think most people can build wealth on their own. I think most people should hire a professional when they have wealth. I think you manage wealth, but I think you build wealth first. Hmm. There's a lot of 401k leakage. And what that implies is that when you shift money, when you leave a job, which a lot of people will leave their jobs, they they mismanage the, the, the way the 401k plays. Some people take the money up front, go on, take the money and run. Horrible song, by the way. Couple things you'll never hear on the show is go on, take the money and run, and Pink Floyd's money. I refuse to be that. Uh, how shall we say? Himbo, who plays that kind of music on his financial show. I don't know. Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I remember. Involve me and I learn. So says Ben Franklin. I desperately try to involve you on the show. One of my favorite quotes out there was Henry David Thoreau. He said, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you've imagined. Couldn't say it better myself. I know you're saying you're saying that you could say something better than Henry David Thoreau. One of the greatest Americans. Didn't he write the porn movie on Goldie Hawn? No, it was Walden Pond, right? Something like that. And you're saying, did you see that movie? I don't know. I The 90s are a blur to me. Do you remember when Goldie Hawn was good looking? I don't. <laughs> there was a movie, Private Benjamin, where she might have been good looking for about one minute. And then she hit the wall. Someone just asked a question. What ideas do you suggest repair a national debt and federal budget? Going bankrupt. I think the United States should file for bankruptcy. I think we should get rid of old people. Remember the the movie or the TV show Logan's Run? Basically, once you turn 35, these, I think they're called Sandmen, would come and kill you. Nah, actually, they'd take you someplace. And that's where they'd kill you. Soylent green is people! Which is one of the greatest quotes for movies of all time, where we turn people into food. If you want to solve our national debt, we could either introduce a virus that kills old people, and or just turn them into food. 
I'm good with that concept. Mom, I love you. Thanks for the frying pan. But it's time to go. That's how you solve our national debt. Hold on, what was that? Uh, it sounded like a Monty Python drop. Money grabber, little fits in the tantrums. This is a throwback band. Retro's cool. It always has been. So how would I solve the national debt? Anyone who's uh, 20% over their body mass, gone. And um, old people. Once you turn 35, you're gone. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. When I was five years old, I wanted to be shipwrecked. I had a fantasy, believe it or not. I was on a yacht, and now you're saying, you lived a good life as a kid, didn't you? Yeah, I was on a yacht, on a raft, on the Mediterranean, right near some calcium mountains that purified the water to the point that you could see 20 feet below the uh, uh, sea level, which was pretty cool. But I remember being on a, a raft and being drawn out into the Mediterranean, and like no one was noticing me. I was like, this is going to be cool. I'm going to be shipwrecked. I'm going to live on an island and fish. And, you know, the big problem with that is I don't like fish. A little bit of a problem, eh? I suppose it is. So what's on your financial mind today? You tell me. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, Investing. I love investing concepts. I love talking investing. There's some good websites out there. I think if you're going to be successful, you have to get some good education. On a daily basis, I love the Wall Street Journal. I love, I don't like Facebook, I don't like Yahoo. Yahoo's useless to me. I don't like easy in any way, shape, or form. Are you with me on that? Education takes a little bit of time. Financial basics. Like, I know this is going to be incredibly insulting, but stop looking at the price of insurance products. Stop being, stop saying, you know, I, I need it to be cheaper because in insurance, you want quality. Now, I like term life insurance. It's cheaper than permanent insurance. My grandmother lived till 95 years old. She didn't need permanent insurance. Did she? Stop and think about it for just a second. When she was 95 years old and she died, there's good news and bad news. Rob, your grandmother died. 
Okay, let's let's figure out the good news here. Oh, she had a farm that was paid for for 40 plus years. Cuz her husband who had passed away a few years earlier, he was wise enough during all of the real estate boom. He was wise enough in the 1940s to buy real estate in Southern California. He bought a farm. He grew avocados. On the farm, there happened to be oil rights. He put in an oil well. Everyone in the area did. Now, an oil well is big. It's, it's, it's not noisy, but it's big. So in the next 50 years, people started selling their oil wells and closing them and putting up real estate on top of it. He kept his oil well going. So in a city in Southern California, I got to inherit an oil well. In a city where oil well rights, we know there's a lot of oil there, and no one's been drawn on it except for him. Anyway, I think you get the basic concept of when she was 95 years old, she had had an oil well. She had a farm. She'd had years of investing the money from the oil well and money from the farm into savings. She didn't need life insurance her whole life. Life insurance for your whole life is for ghetto people who are stupid. You're not very financially educated. You're, you're on the low end of the spectrum. Now, later in life, absolutely, you should look at, if you're wealthy, some sort of permanent life insurance as a way of passing your wealth on to two people, like a university, as well as your, your family. But that's a different conversation. Most of us should buy term life insurance because I may get hit by a car today and die. I I, I may have a meteor fall on me and kill me. My income is important. So I replace a lifetime of my income with 20-year term life insurance because when I'm 60, I'm not going to be working and my income is no longer important. And when I'm 60, I've saved enough money that if I get hit by a meteor, my family inherits my money. They get my estate. Most of us don't need whole life insurance. We don't need variable life insurance. It's a crap product that's oversold. A lot of people don't buy enough insurance. They say with life insurance, you want to buy 10 times your income. But what happens if you have a special needs kid? Or what happens if you live in the Bay Area? Right? Insurance needs to be looked at every single year. It stinks. I am the worst paper filer in the world. I stack papers and then I put them in a stack and I start a new stack. And eventually I get to it all, but I don't file things terribly well. Never cancel health insurance, life insurance, until you can make sure that you get a new policy. Don't assume that you're going to get a new policy. Are you with me on this or are you against me? Because you've got to pick a side. And, yeah, there's some rules of thumb out there, like, by 10 times your income... But that's not necessarily true. 
There's some calculators that you can punch in, a lot of data. But sometimes calculators don't factor in things like inflation. So how much insurance do you need? It depends. Every single person is going to be different. So once you're told what you need, you need to start thinking like, is this insurance person trying to sell me something? Like, I like, For my life insurance, I go with USAA or I go with um, who does my car insurance or who does my homeowner's insurance. A lot of times you can get multiple policy discounts. Due to the fact that I'm wealthy, in the next five to seven years, somewhere between 45 and 55, I'm going to look at long-term care. Um, I don't want my kids wiping my butt. I don't want my kids feeding me pills. You know, I, I, I want the children to go thrive and be successful. I love thriving and being successful. So long-term care is for wealthy people who don't want to lose all their money due to hiring a nurse or living in long-term care facility. Those things aren't cheap. Life expectancy now, if you're born today, is 78 years old. And I'll tell you what, those last 10, 15 years aren't pretty for most people. If you hit 60, there's a good chance you go to 90. Willard Scott won't wish you a happy birthday unless you're over 100 years old. What's that tell you? Who wants to be 100 years old? I'm hearing a lot of commercials for gold right now. They're the most ridiculous. Gold has been a successful investment for over 3,000 years. Do you know what gold is? It's, it's good for jewelry. It's good for satellites. It's good for a couple things like that. It's not an investment. It's, it's a hedge against rampant investment. It's, it's a hedge against rampant inflation. It's a physical, deliverable metal. So is oil. Well, oil's not a metal. So is silver. So is palladium. So is copper. Copper is used in a lot of industrial things that gold isn't. Corn. You can buy a bushel of corn and a farmer will actually deliver it to you and it's your bushel of corn. Wheat. All these things are, are commodities. People who push gold are shysters. And I don't even know what a shyster is. I, that could be Israeli for a dirty word, and I could get into a lot of trouble for saying it. I don't know. Anyway, I hear these commercials, and I know that there's a 30% markup to buy and to sell. And I know that the percentage of gold that you're getting ain't what, it, what you think it is. It, 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 it fills me with despair and distraught. It makes me angry. More than... <sighs> Gold is... it. I don't know. What's unfortunate is a lot of people confuse commercials and infomercials with advice. I mean, we've all done it. The average cost of a nursing home is over $75,000. Seven of ten couples can expect at least one partner to use a nursing home after the age of 65. I think long-term care is a woman's issue. 
Because I'm going to marry a hot young thing, and she's going to take good care of me. Right? When I have my stroke, she's going to go, oh, honey, I love you. Here, have your bacon sandwich, and I'll go get your medicine for you. Oh, let me get you some mayonnaise for that. So that hot young thing, after I go, who's going to take care of her? I'll have another. I'm easily distracted. So I think long-term care is more of a woman's issue than a man's issue. Two out of five people 65 and older make up 20% of people 65 and older. You're just AM 1220, ADOW. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. What's on your financial mind? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more. Taxes, taxes, taxes. There's a lot of good financial basics out there. I know a lot of people are now starting to go with uh, prepaid phone plans. I honestly hate instant messaging. I think it's the one of the worst forms of communication on the planet. If you have a conversation via text, there's something wrong with you. I like saying, hey, I'll be there in five minutes. Run behind. Start the movie without me. Um... I don't know. I think working with a financial professional is important, but not blindly trusting financial professionals. There's a lot of scams out there. I've never seen government spending stimulate an economy. Just so you know. I don't think greed is good. I think a lifetime of accumulation is smart. I think you need to get real. If you talk to someone who has Social Security, it's not a lot of money. So you got to get real and say, how will I make my money into more money? You need to stop looking for any returns over 10%. You need to go with what historically has worked over time, what's beaten inflation. If you put money under your mattress, you lose money. If you prepay your mortgage, you lose money. Does that make any sense to you at all? If Greece does indeed default, it'll join a long list of other countries that have done the same exact thing. Many European and Latin American countries have defaulted on their debts. Turkey in 82, Mexico in 94, Russia in 98, Argentina in 2001. The world survived, and we'll survive this. You know, unemployment in the United States is one of those things that's it's, it's too high. It's moving in the right direction, and you can take some happiness from that. 
rail shipments in the United States are their highest in three years. Rise in volumes tells you something. We don't ship stuff via choo-choo train to sit there in, in, in yards and hang out. So you got to watch the rails. GDP, it's anemic. It's on the weak side. That's why I've lowered my expectations. I'm now looking for 8% returns instead of 10% returns. Will I be happy with 12 to 15? Absolutely. But am I expecting it? No way. Manufacturing output makes up 75% of the U.S. factory production. It's continuing to rise. So we continue to manufacture things in the United States. Recessions happen. Please know that. Recessions happen. And one of the best things you could do is get yourself comfortable with that. Recessions are great buying opportunities for some people. That's what it needs to be for you. If at all possible. Um, stop spending money on silly things. Like, If you're not saving at least $200 a month for retirement... Stop going to movies. I stopped going to the movies when I turned 30. Like, A, I think I've seen every movie possible that I ever want to see. Like, movies are like for children and for young people who don't know what to do. Staying at home, drawing each other, you know, with no clothes on. Like, movies are for people who have short attention spans, who don't have imagination, who don't have creativity. And they're expensive. If you see 10 movies a year, you know, that adds up to a good $200 plus. And if you take a date, that's $400 plus. And right there, that's two months of your retirement savings. And that's 10 movies a year. I know some people who see 10 movies in six months. You know, here, let, me, let me teach you something about the Avengers. Good guys hang out. Bad guys show up, beat up the good guys. Good guys beat up the bad guys. Good guys get the chicks. At the last second, the bad guy is a good moment, but the good guy is going to find a better moment. That's all you need to know. Um, I love a good book. Libraries are great. I don't know. So look at your budget and figure out what you're spending money on. That's ridiculous. Uh, Starbucks for a lot of people, 10 bucks a day, 50 bucks a week, $200 a month. That's your retirement right there. Can you get a water? You probably should. Are you with me? Oh, here we go. Um, you have any thoughts on today's show? Send me some feedback at Rob Black Show on Twitter, at Rob Black Show. Find me online at robblack.com. Email me rob at robblack.com. Talk to you soon. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.